This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Second hour, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes. Hey, uh, do you mind if I pat myself on the back really quick? Sure. And by the way, I'm sure Richard said the same thing, but I, last week when I was hosting, one of the things I said is the most likely candidate for the Broncos would be Jim Harbaugh, and they just reached out to him. And, and I would agree with that choice. We talked, uh, Richard and I talked a little bit about that yesterday. I think he's a good... Good candidate of choice. Well, because, look, you've got such a blank show <laughs> going on behind the scenes, right? <laughs> That's playing it mildly, Andy. And uh, what I really think you saw this Sunday uh, was the Broncos finally, you got a group of guys who realized we got two weeks to prove ourselves, finally respecting their coach, because this guy knows he's not going to be the coach, but he came in and right away he was empowered to fire several other coaches and lay down the law and go to these players and say, I'm going to give you a path to you know to, to make good of your mm-hmm. career. This mm-hmm. is about your career these next two good weeks. Point. And he went in and they played their hearts out against let's face it, arguably the best team in the NFL on their field and almost beat them. It was a total change. It was a sea change and you could see what happens when you've got a coach who has lost the mm-hmm. um, locker room versus one who has it. Well, Harbaugh would come in and immediately have the gravitas. He'd, he'd have the locker room, Andy. Well, as you were saying at break, he would not care if you're a $250 million quarterback. Doesn't matter to him. No, he does not. He, him or his brother, either one would care. No. The Harbaugh's don't care about that. Right, but if now, you're a first-time you know, you know first coach, though, you have to. You know, and you know what a Harbaugh would say to a guy like uh, Wilson? What? You may be making $250 million a year, but guess what? I'll be around here coaching long after you're playing. Yeah. That's what he would say. So I really don't care what you think, Russell. We're going to do it my way. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And when you have a guy come in with those kinds of credentials Mm -hmm. and that kind of personality. And, uh, by the way, Harbaugh has an interesting combination of two personalities. Here's what I mean. You left because he was trying to be everybody's buddy. He got overrun. You cannot be that. Yeah, the inmates ran the asylum. But... You've also got the guys who try to be, you know, the dictator and Mm -hmm. stuff. That's not going to work. Can't do that either. This guy doesn't. Yeah, but the guys who try to be the dictator, they're the ones who also, let's face it, are not confident. That's why they're having to overdo it. They're compensating. Good point. This guy, Harbaugh, knows he's in charge. The moment he walks into any room. He's in charge. Unless his wife's there, I assume. But the moment he (laughs) walks into any room, he knows Mm -hmm. I'm the guy. Yep. And everybody else in there does too. Do you think that's what they need? Yes. That's exactly what they need. And they did not have that. And price will not be an object. 
No. So that'll, that'll get handled. Oh, He's yeah. got $3 million left on his contract in Michigan. They'll oh, take geez. care of that. They'll write him a big check every year for 15 to $20 million. He'll be the highest paid coach in the NFL. And there you go. And yeah. he will probably turn the team around because that's what they do. I think it's going to be hard, though, because they gave, oh, up, they gave up so many it, high draft it, it will not. It will not come in a season, folks. But can you have a better season than they've had this year? Yeah, where else do you go, Andy, but you know, from the bottom up? Yeah, you can't fall off you, the yeah, floor. You, you can't go any farther down than we already are. <laughs> right, so, you right, know, right. If there's anything in his favor, it's that. Yeah, I mean, and here's another thing. Because you're Jim Harbaugh, you're going to get the best um, assistance. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and yes. hopefully they can keep their defensive coordinator. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's about the only thing they've had this year. Right. The, the defense was the yeah. last thing to implode. Yeah, good point. All right, we were supposed to have a guest on, but I want to mention this anyways, because I think this is a great story that you okay. guys need to hear no matter what. So we were going to interview an individual, and again, things happen. People get tied up and so on. Sammy Ula Safi is the brother of Abdul Wasi Safi, who is actually, these are Afghan brothers, and uh, Abdul, who is now in our system, I guess you could say, he came to the U.S. seeking asylum. He has been a American-trained Afghani that helped us fight the Taliban, which we did a lot of those that way. Yeah. Okay. And of course, fearing that's for, great. Fearing for his life from the Taliban, which I would as well if I was him. He came here seeking asylum. Guess what we're going to do, though, Andy? What? Deport him. Oh my gosh. So this is the kind of guy who should actually get asylum. Correct. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Correct. The answer is yes. He's sitting in a Texas jail right now waiting for deportation because he came here, quote-unquote, illegally. And why? What, what is their reason for saying no? You know, I don't have that in my notes. I was hoping to talk to his brother. I have no idea. I don't know why they're saying no. That is nuts. And we're letting all these people pour in illegally across the border who have never done a thing. Not only have they never fought for us, they're invading us. By the way, we have issued more than 34,000 Afghanis who qualify for various reasons, including Sammy, so this is the brother, who moved to Houston in 2015. Uh, he had been working side-by-side side with the U.S. military and was an interpreter for special forces in Afghanistan. For years, he traveled between the two countries and in July 2021 was granted U.S. full U.S. citizenship. Not so for his brother. So tell me how one brother can get it and the other can't. Unreal. We're going to deport one. We made one a citizen. Or allowed one to be a citizen. And the one we're deporting, if he goes back there, he's going they'll, back to... They'll kill him. They'll kill him. Yeah, he's dead. And yet, we've got an open border in the southern border. We should have just said, you know, why don't you just come down to the southern border and walk across? Unbelievable. That was the story we had here. And again, I really did want to talk to his brother just to really get an insight as to what's going on. Because again, you always hear more from the family on the inside than what you're ever going to get out of the press. And they, by the way, they've been on Newsmax and... Uh, all over the news and so on. You may have already heard their story, but this is the kind of stuff that the Biden administration, frankly, doesn't care about. Anyone who fights for or alongside America is the enemy of Joe Biden. So there is a hashtag. You can actually help out if you want to. It's Justice for Wasi, W-A-S-I, Justice for Wasi. And you can go look that up and even uh, donate. There's a, there's a, you know, a site where you can actually learn more and do more to help him. But yeah, th- these brothers... Um, uh, one is U.S. citizenship. The other one, they're going to deport back to Afghan to the Taliban. Unreal. And we all know what's going on. We haven't talked about that much on this show, but we all know what's going on in Afghan, right? Or in Afghanistan right now with the Taliban, right? 
well, what? I mean, they, they, have, they execute anybody who disagrees. Uh-huh, but what are you talking about? They have reversed a lot of the things that we set in motion there, oh, which yeah, we yeah. said they would, uh, and so on, and you know, so on and so forth. So it's just, just going downhill fast, which is what we said would happen anyways. Bunch of nonsense. The Afghan pullout that we did was so incompetent. We mm-hmm. left nothing in place. We did we had no safeguards whatsoever, and we had the reverse of the steps we should have taken. Just terrible. We? What an embarrassment. And this, and this, I think, will come out here in due time. Whether it comes out during this particular administration or not, I doubt it. But in due time, trust me when I say this, in due time it's going to come out that that was a big payback to the Chinese for what they did for Joe Biden. Well, yeah. I mean, us, that's what it was. Look at the mining rights in Afghan- right. Afghanistan. This is a payback to the Chinese for what they did for Hunter and Joe, which we already know are corrupt, and we already know have inside deals going on with oh, all yeah. sorts of foreign countries, including China. That was a payback to China. At the expense of us as Americans, by the way. This administration yeah, does not care about you. No. Bottom line. No, absolutely. This administration is owned by foreign interests. That's right. They are out to get you, actually. It's the opposite. You know, I often say that Donald Trump is not the strongest candidate for 24, but just because of the market. Agree. Marketability. Agree. But set that aside for a second. How wonderful was it to have a president who is not owned by foreign interests at all? How about any interest? Yeah. He represented us. You go one step further and say any interest, Andy. Yeah. You may not like the guy, but nobody owned him. Yeah, you may not agree with this. I, I felt and he really spent quick, too much money, way, right? But part of, the reason why some of you, part of the reason why some of you didn't like him is because he wasn't owned by anyone. He had no one to beholden to. Right. And that's why some people didn't like him. Because he, he didn't have to act this way or that way because somebody might get after him if he did so. Which is what most politicians do, by the way. Right. He didn't. And this, I, I believe this is why his supporters are so fiercely loyal. Yeah, because he wasn't that way. That's exactly right, Andy. Right. And, and i got to give him credit. I mean, I'll give him credit where Me credit's too. due. Uh, and I'm that same person. I just don't feel like he's the best candidate of choice moving forward, given we have other prospects that I believe are better. Look, um, And I, I want to win. As I keep saying, John, there is not one single poll, left, right, or middle, that shows Trump having any support outside his base. Americans overwhelmingly, and this is, this is not, these aren't rigged polls. Right. Okay. They, right. They, you don't have a D plus 30 sampling. It's nothing like that. They overwhelmingly don't want him back. Now, do I think they're wrong? Yeah. I think he'd be great as, I think he was great as president. I think he'd be great again, but they don't want him. And that's the market you have. You sell to the market you have, not the market you wish you had. You can't change the market, folks. Right. But setting all that aside, boy, do I miss him. You serve the market, but yeah, to your point. Okay, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Again, if you had, during some of these last cold spells, which it's not super warm out right now, if you've noticed some drafts and things going on in your home or some condensation even on the window where you're like, hmm, this doesn't seem quite right, call Dave Bancroft, Veteran Windows and Doors. Have him come out, take a look, and find out what he can do for you to do some upgrades. 303-529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors holds the standard that their products will be as efficient 30 years from now as they are brand new. They do this by offering products that exceed code, are engineered to last a lifetime, and are backed by a warranty which reflects that. The owner, Dave Bancroft, will tell you Windows and Doors can look the same or even identical yet have completely different energy codes. That's why when you work with Veteran Windows and Doors, they explain what the NFRC label and Energy Star ratings actually mean. 
They can prove that what you're buying meets the energy code requirements for where you live, saving you more money on your heating, lighting, and cooling bills. Make an investment you can trust with their lifetime warranty on your purchase and a five-year installation guarantee. See what Dave and his team can save you with energy-efficient windows and doors by calling Veteran Windows and Doors right now at 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com windows. Hi-Fi Plumbing, any plumbing need you have, even upgrades, we've got you covered. It's Hi-Fi Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Winterizing your swamp cooler yourself sounds easy until you're actually on the roof trying to figure it out. Don't forego this essential winter checklist item. Call the experts at High Five Plumbing. Preparing your swamp cooler for winter is imperative to stave off mildew, mold, and rust that can build up over time with improper care. Properly winterizing your swamp cooler maximizes its life, so leave it to the professionals at High Five. The main issue that can arise from incorrectly winterizing your swamp cooler is burst or cracked pipes. In the summer, when you try to use it, you discover that it's broken or worse, that it caused devastating hidden water damage to your home. Don't skip this crucial winter prep. Call High Five Plumbing. Mention KLZ for a waived service call fee and a free tub of BioClean drain cleaner. Visit klzradio.com slash plumbing or call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends in a high five. All right, a solar right for you. I don't know. Alan Davis doesn't know either until he looks at your home and finds out through an interview process whether it works for you or not. And then he can tell you straight up whether it is or isn't, and then you decide what you want to do. 303-378-7537. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill and you feel months worth of compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase. Alan Davis with Solar Energy Partners has a plan to save you money and proactively ease your anxieties in the future, too. The first part of his plan is to help you lower your power bill with solar energy by about 40% over the next 30 years, usually saving you more than $1,000 in the first year alone. By choosing to work with Alan, you're making an investment that saves you money and stress for years to come. The second part of his plan to save you money is to help you get away from the big power companies that keep increasing your rates. The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today, 303-378-7537, 303-378-7537, or visit klzradio.com sun. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, we are back. Myself, Andy, and Charlie, and not to belabor the Broncos thing, but you know that's also big news. We, you know, we talked about the NFL last night and the sure. the you know, happening at the game last night, and you know, for a lot of folks, the NFL is a big deal, and, and it is. It's our. It's supposed to be, and fortunately, it's gotten back to that. It's supposed to be that one thing in life, Andy, we can go to where politics and all the other nonsense of life goes away, and you can just sit back, watch, and enjoy. Yeah, and by the way, to a good degree, it's come back to that. To a large extent, they it has. lost so many viewers. They mm-hmm. lost the wokeness has left for the most part. Right. I mean, the kneeling and that's all pretty much gone. Why? Because guess what? Everybody out there who protested and protested and refused to watch and refused to go. Guess what? You won. Yeah, you did. Good job. You you got what you wanted. Yeah, which is fine. I but agree. Uh, but getting back to the Broncos, um, I think the big thing with them is they waited way too long to fire them. 
I was thinking he should have been fired Halfway because, the year. as as you and I have said before, once you lose the locker room, it's over. Yep. And once these players are now only playing for their career, which means, by the way, they're all tr- so trying to stay healthy and not laying it on the line. Okay, when they are making business decisions rather than making that big hit. Yeah, you've, and I you, told you got to get rid of the coach. I told Andy during the break, they're playing individually, not collectively. And when you right. have a team that's playing individually, you'll never win. No. Even though you got the best players out there. I mean, these are professionals. These guys are, don't forget, they are the top of the top of the top of the top of the top. This is the upper echelon of athletes, period, in life. Not just football, folks, but I mean, period. These are the top-notch athletes in the entire world. But when they're not playing collectively, they still can't win. Right. Period. Right, and, football and, is a team sport, and this is why I, I caution Bronco fans not to be too quick to write off Russell Wilson. Okay, no, he's, he's, tra- right he's trying. He's trying to quarterback a team that the coach has lost. Totally, just total disarray. Yeah. Okay, and, and, and it's when, not his job to coach the team, Andy. No, it isn't. And by the way, John, you know a lot of people don't think about this when you drop because not everybody is, let's face it, a football nerd like me or Richard or Walt. When that quarterback drops back, he has to trust that his protection is going to give him that 2.5 to 3.5 seconds. It's not going to break in this. In the meantime, he has to trust not only that his receiver knows the route, but that they are reading the defense and the defender who is three yards off, five yards off, eight yards off, ten yards off. They're reading it exactly as he is, and they're going to break at exactly the same point and in the same angle that he's expecting. And he has to expect all of that. And he throws the ball. In Two, right. in that, a split second. That whole that's read right. is made with multiple receivers two in or three two seconds. seconds. That's right. That's okay. exactly right. And he has to trust that they are all bought in the way he is. And if they're, if they're, if that doesn't happen to Andy's point, folks, the way football works because of the mechanics of the game now, it's it's not like your pickup game where no. you find a guy open running down the side and you toss it to him and he catches it. No, no, no. These no. are all planned routes. That that quarterback knows exactly, depending upon which receiver he's going to throw to, where he's supposed to be he's throwing when it to he a throws spot. the ball. He's throwing to a spot on the field, right. not to a guy. Now, I realize that good quarterbacks can adjust for some of those things and make some changes and so on, but let me tell you what folks again as i said earlier this this is why i don't agree with these doctors this is the fastest hardest hitting athletes you'll ever find in the entire world and that's why american football is like none other and i don't care whether you like soccer love soccer don't like soccer whatever bottom line is that's why american football is so unique and not like anything else on the planet right period well and also it's got such a diversity of body types yep i mean you got guys who, who weigh 350 and you got guys who weigh 170. Right. All in the field at the same time. All in the field at the same time, doing different tasks. Doing their and jobs. And each one of them, their fitness level for that height and weight is magnificent. Oh, yeah. They can move a truck, or they can fly past the truck. Or jump over the truck. Yeah, I mean, it's a, they, they, they really no, are you, incredible. No, you're right. No, no, that's a great way of saying you know, it. And, but, but once again, with Russell Wilson, he's trying to quarterback a team where these reads have to happen immediately. He's throwing to a spot. He's got to trust and expect each guy to be where they're supposed to be. Even if he's not going to throw to this guy, this guy has to be running the right route to draw off coverage from the, you know, from the preferred route. All this has to be happening on every play. Meanwhile, he's on a team that the coach has lost by midseason. Yeah, you know, it's like herding cats. Herding cats is perfect. He can't. 
But you got to lead the cat on the throw. You have no idea where no, that cat's yeah, going. You know, it's, like, it's like herding cats, folks. He can't do it. Sorry. It's a mess. You, you cannot blame anything this last year on the quarterback until you have a solid coach. Right. So you can't. Don't, don't, just take that out of your, out of your mind. And you we're can't not even, do it till then. For all we know, he's terrible. For all we know, he's terrible. How can we tell? But I'm just saying, uh, there were know. a lot of, you know, and Richard and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on, on air. You know, there are a lot of people who are saying, oh, write him off. And, I'm, and both of us are just like, you have no First idea all, you what can't. you have. Well, you can't financially. No, right? you can't. But secondly, you have no idea what you have in Russell Wilson. No. Nope. No idea. Nope. You've got to get the right coach, get the team balanced out like it needs to be. And, you know, the plus side, and this is true with any professional team, by the way, especially the NFL. These are, as I said a moment ago, the top of 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 the players. So even though you may not feel they are the best of the best, a good coach can still whip into shape and they can win. That's the bottom line in the NFL. Because it's still the best of the best at the end of the day. He can still make them better than they were this year. He can still make them competitive in the NFL with a, a good coach can. Right. We saw that many, many times with the Broncos and some of what we had going on here in the past, by the way. Yeah, the only exception to that is when you're in a total rebuild, but they weren't. No. Okay. I mean, if you're in a total rebuild, a lot of people will look at that and say, hey, we understand. You know, Tom Landry, when they traded away Herschel Walker and got all those picks, everybody knew, hey, it's going to take a couple years. Mm-hmm. No problem. We know how good Tom is. By the way, there's a guy that walked into the room and or commanded not, not, I mean, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, that was Jimmy. Um, but... Tom Landry, too. There's another one who would walk, walk in. Walk in the room. Respect. And by the way, totally different. He was the total opposite of Vince Lombardi, who oh, walked yeah. in and it was fear, right? But both of them, in their own way, commanded instant respect. Right. Bill Parcells. Yep. Bill Belichick. And, and they're all great coaches. Bill Cower. <laughs> a lot true. of Bills. Yeah, no, true. <laughs> all right. We'll be back in a moment. We've got a guest joining us here. Eli Burmer is going to join us. We're going to talk about the El Paso GOP in just one moment, so don't go anywhere. Affordable. And by the way, those of you listening, so I'm not in El Paso. I need to listen. Yeah, you do, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, this, is a, this could be a statewide effect. You want to listen. Trust right. me. And by the way, the entire state party is being asked to weigh in. Yeah, you, yeah, folks, believe me. Just because it's El Paso, those of us in other counties still want to hang out and listen to this. Trust me. Affordable interest mortgages. Next, Kurt Rogers. Give Kurt a call today. Anything you need when it comes to a mortgage, he's your guy. 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, 511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take aim. 720-895-0500. Three to one buy downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV. 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. All right, is your furnace acting up? Do you get the heat out of it you need? Does your home feel warm? Do you have noises? If there's any of those things going on where you're like, mm, man, I better have somebody come out and look at it, Absolute can do that for you. 720-526-0231.
Replacing your furnace can be stressful for your whole family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will alleviate the stress of replacing your furnace with service that puts your family first. Absolute offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee because they value honesty, earning your family's trust with honest work. Their technicians prioritize your family with integrity by never upselling you on something you don't need during your replacement. They offer flexible financing, so you don't have to make sacrifices to make sure your family's needs are provided for. Their team goes above and beyond to get the replacement done in one day whenever possible, so you can get back to spending quality time together. Get your family-friendly estimate for replacing your home comfort system now with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air by visiting klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we all need insurance, home, auto, business, uh, health, you name it. GIA can help you. They're a broker, so they can shop for the best rate for you, depending upon what your need is. It's e-gia.com, 303-423-0162. It pays to shop for health insurance. Plans and prices change every year. Get the best plan at the best price for your health and financial needs. Call GIA Risk Management, your local enrollment center, today at 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA Risk Management is certified by Connect for Health Colorado, Colorado's official health insurance marketplace. Make an appointment today by calling 303-423-0162, extension 100. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate. And on the line right now, we have former candidate for the U.S. Senate, Eli Bremer. Eli, how are you doing today? Well, good. Former candidate, though, just to be technical. So, uh, But it's good to be on your show. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Hey, um, from what we're hearing, now, we, we don't live in Colorado Springs. We live up here in, you know, uh, Denver, Aurora, Golden. That's right. where John lives. Right. What I'm saying is we're far removed from what's going on down there. What we're hearing is basically that everything that happened on the Broncos has been happening uh, down in the Colorado. The GOP in, in the, El Paso. <laughs> the El Paso GOP. <laughs> I think that might actually be the very, very best description that I've heard of it. Uh, although, <laughs> although, although, unfortunately, I think at least with the Broncos, they've got a clear path ahead. True. So, Good point. Um, Do you, you know, think, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. you can ask the Walmart people to buy you. <laughs> Just a I thought. I think they're probably pretty well, – my guess is after what they did with the Broncos, they're probably going to avoid our state like the, like the play. Okay, well, so. you know – Help everybody else uh, to understand what has been going on down yeah, there. Give us an update. How did it become such yeah. a mess? Well, I, I think this is what we're seeing is within the Republican Party, the ecosystem, uh, there's been, for lack of a better term, a little bit of a um, like an autoimmune disorder where you've got a small group of people that sort of feel like Republicans are the problem. They want to attack Republicans. And it's it sort of reached its apex here in El Paso County where you have the, the local party, which is, you know, again, this is not, they're not elected by the primary ballot. It's a tiny little group of sort of insiders. The local party censured all, all of our candidates on the eve of the election because they didn't like the candidates. 
And, now, the, wait a minute. You know, they, they, they literally censored their own candidates. And what reason correct. did they did they give any reason? Yeah, they were upset that the candidates were out campaigning because the, the local party had not stepped up to help the candidates. They hadn't provided them any funds, any resources. Uh, and, and the reason was that these candidates were picked by the primary voters, not by the sort of bourgeoisie insiders of the party. Um, those candidates were were roundly defeated where the primary electorate said, no, we want a different set of Republicans. So so they basically tried to undo the will of the primary voters. It doesn't work that way. They weren't, we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to help our yeah, candidates. It doesn't work now, that way. Not not all the candidates I supported won in primaries. I Same thing happened up here. Election. Eli, wasn't any different up yep. here? Yeah. And, but the job of the Republican Party, of course, is to re- support, I know this sounds crazy, but it's to support Republican candidates. Really? And oh, my so, gosh. Really? Uh, and, hey, Eli, <laughs> no, no, that cannot be true. <laughs> I know. It sounds crazy. I'm saying crazy things. But, um, and frankly, I, I think this is, again, it's a symptom that we're seeing around the country. Yes. We've seen a lot of it Thank here. Thank you. But the, the reality of it is, um, you know, it's not Republicans who are causing the problems. It's not, Republicans didn't bring us Obamacare. Republicans didn't bring us an open border. Now, you can argue about how much we should fight on those issues. But the fact of the matter is, if you're a Republican, you probably should believe that any Republican is better than any Democrat. So I have openly supported a candidate who I didn't fully agree with. Uh, I tend to be more on the conservative side. I, you know, When we've had candidates that didn't win the election in the primary that were more moderate, I've said, hey, look, they're better than the Democrats. I'm going to support them wholesale in El Paso County, that didn't happen. And they said, okay, we're, we, our candidates, the insider candidates, didn't win the election. So now we're going to try to prevent the ones that did, the choice of the primary voters, from winning. That's a very dangerous precedent. And frankly, there's been a move to make this the norm throughout the state. Uh, openly, they're saying they want to cancel the primary, uh, disenfranchise a million Republican voters, and just have it picked by an insider party apparatus they'd like to pick the candidates for you since they don't trust you to pick the candidates okay and really quick eli because that comes up a lot you know in conversation on air here out of the you know even outside the studio and so on can they legally even end the primary given the fact the voters opened you know they voted for the open primary we now everybody thinks that it's the party that controls that but we had a ballot initiative on that am i wrong uh, that's correct. Uh, the The voters of Colorado said that the that the primaries will be open. Now there is a safety release valve, and that was to allow it to be constitutional. That if seventy percent of the central committee, sort of the epitome of the insiders of the Colorado Republican ecosystem, if they vote to cancel the primary, then they can cancel the primary, and then they pick it at this caucus system, which about half of one percent of eligible people actually participate in. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, the caucuses. I, I was a party chair in El Paso County. I was a big supporter of the caucus system until I ran it, and I realized how easy it was for that to be manipulated and cheated. And for people who are concerned about election integrity, I will tell you, in El Paso County, the vote rigging that we saw in the caucus system would make anybody in Detroit or Arizona blush. Uh, my wife's a county commissioner. She ran through the caucus system, went to 27 precinct uh, caucus meetings, uh, 13 had absolutely no attendees, and yet somehow magically uh, the list got edited and, and every every uh, delegate position was filled by those at the party who knew better than the voters did. So uh, we've seen wholesale rigging through the caucus system, and it's an insider baseball game that you yep. know, its time has come and gone.
Uh, well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Andy. You're fine. Yeah, I mean, Eli, the caucus system, and by the way, I, I'm fine with the what we have right now today, which is both. Of course, you have the caucus where they choose, you know, the, the frontline candidates, and then you have the primary that decides. And if somebody who's wants going to petition to, on, they can do that as and well. If somebody wants to petition on, go ahead. But the thing, you know, and of course, then they go to assembly after caucus. But Eli, caucus is almost entirely insiders and activists. It's not well, the it general. What I mean is, it's completely separate from the general market that you have to win in the election. It is, and and what we're seeing is a divergence from, uh, and this is on the Republican and Democratic side, from from who the insider party baseball players want to who the electorate wants, and that's creating a tension because right now we're also seeing you know very liberal Democrats who are running roughshod over our state, and Republicans are really struggling to find an answer to that. Uh, the, the caucus system isn't designed to be open and transparent and to invite people in. Single moms have trouble participating. The military is not allowed to, to effectively participate. They can't run to be delegates. And where I live, we've got five military bases. So Republicans have, you know, by, by having this system control everything, it's, it's really skewed the direction of these elections. Hmm. And then the other piece of it is that we've had uh, – Really starting around 2010, you had various different special interests inside the Republican Party that realized if they acted loud and obnoxious and obstructionist, that average people would say, this is nuts. Um, We had a county assembly. I I can't tell you down here how many people told me afterwards, I will never again go through that process. They saw disrespect toward people, name-calling, foul mouth. I would never take my son. I got an eight-year-old son. I would never take him to an event like that because I don't want him to hear the kind of language and behavior that I saw out of people who were supposedly adults. Yeah, I got bad news for you, Eli. Your son just petitioned. He's up for chair. So he's going to go for it. He's going to go for <laughs> no, it. I, no, no, but, but, but Eli, I experienced the same thing. I was the vice chair of Arapahoe County, and here's what happens at these things. The bullies take over. Okay, so the bullies and loud people, and I'm not saying your liberty or your establishment. I'm talking bullies and loud people. They come from all you know stripes. They made the experience both of the assembly and the caucus so unappetizing that we had so many people who told me over and over, I'm never going back again because I got pushed around. I got yelled at. I got it was so not fun. And the thing the thing about the primary is. Everybody can do it. You don't have to be part of this. You don't have to go to some group meeting where people might bully or push you around. That's that's 100% correct. And and to think that this happens organically, it, it, just, it doesn't. Um, when I was party chair, I actually signed up for a training that a candidate had on, uh, they called it Robert's Rules of Order for Radicals, I think. And basically... It talked about how to use the rules of the system against it so a, a minority could take over the system. And what we've seen is exactly what you described. The bullies take over. And the fact of the matter is Colorado is not a liberal, hardcore leftist state, yet we're governed that way because of this archaic election system, because the Colorado Republican Party and how it's formulated in the law is formulated through this system where bullies get to take over and they get rewarded for that behavior. So I, I think it's you know the time has come for us to look ourselves in the eye and say, do we really want to become the California of the Rockies or do we want to become the Florida of the Rockies mm. and and find a way to get Republicans elected who can govern correctly? Okay, so what are you guys trying to do to fix things down there, and how are you asking the state to help? 
Well, state party. In, in El Paso yeah. County, it's gotten it's gotten so bad. The state party formally censured the chairman down here, uh, which had why never been done according uh, because of because during the election she was working against all the Republicans, including making the front page of the of the paper by censuring them. She okay, uh, so she raised, she she literally censured her own candidates. Mm-hmm. Correct. And was on the front page doing yep. so. Correct. That should have been the end. She should have had to step down right then, right? I mean, correct. And so, front page above the fold of the local paper on Sunday before the Tuesday election was El Paso County Republican Party censures their candidates. And furthermore, she spent all year raising money, saying we're going to raise money, and, and then uh, didn't spend any money on our candidates. And we lost a couple of seats that realistically we should have won. Um, and in fact, I was raising money for candidates. They attacked me and said, you're not allowed to do that. Um, and we raised money for candidates and then that's, you know, I got censured in the process. So the state party executive committee met, they censured, uh, the local party here and the the chairperson. And now there's an effort to decertify them, uh, by means of saying you, you, you violated your charter. You're no longer supporting Republicans. Again, this is the, the first paragraph of the of their charter says our job is to support republicans so uh there's a special meeting of the state central committee that's been called to deal with this and i hope it's successful i I fear if it's not successful the national party may move to decertify the state party Hmm. uh if if the state party cannot get control of this we cannot and should not head into a presidential election now i'm agnostic i will support donald trump if he's the nominee or ron DeSantis or mike pompeo if you got the R after your name, you're yeah, you're, you're just like us, Eli. Than... We've said the same thing. Oh yeah, we're we're we're, we're right so, in line with you. And so, and so, here's what the National Republican Party wants: is a party that will support our nominees, not a party that says, you know what, we don't like that it's Donald Trump, or we don't like that it's Ron DeSantis, or like it's Joe way, O'Day. Remember... That's a great example yeah, of what exactly. happened in this state, Eli. Yep. Sorry, I mean, and, I went on air here it, almost daily, yeah. ranting and raving and trying to convince people that they were dumb as rocks for not voting for Joe O'Day because it goes against their whatever principles they might have. Well, and, and that's exactly right. You, you have a choice in an election of who's on the ballot. And the job of the party, whether it's a local party or the state party, is to support who that is, not to take a side. In 2016, I was on the Trump campaign. And the state party was vehemently opposed to Donald Trump, and it caused a lot of problems. Yes, we, uh, it did. We had people from our state party walk out on President Trump at the nomination. It didn't help us; it hurt us. Who, by the way, and are some of the same I, people right now that are never, you know, that are all always Trumpers? Forever Trumpers. Go figure. That's yeah, exactly they're they're, they're the always or forever Trumpers. Go figure. It and and here's the actual truth. Let's speak the truth about this. They are not forever Trumpers. What they are is political opportunists yep. who Good want point. to sit there and exercise judgment over everybody else. You got it. That's well said. It. The well said, Eli. Structure in the state. You are one hundred percent correct. And, well said. And you know who you know who I don't trust? I don't trust them. You know who I do trust? The primary voters. Hmm. So when the primary voters picked Joe O'Day, and I ran in that race, and he would not have been my first choice, but I was on the radio and I told everybody also. You have to vote and yep. support Joe O'Day. You have a choice. You have to raise money Eli, it was Day. either that or we got Bennett, which is what we ended up with, because we're such knuckleheads on our side, we can't figure this crap out. Can I say something, though? Eli, you would have had a better chance of beating him, <laughs> beating Bennett. <laughs> but you know what? I had people that told me they were going to write my name in on the ballot, and I said, don't you Why? Dare. No. That's a vote lost. And, and I said, don't you dare. Nothing against don't you, Eli, that. but that's a vote lost. It, it is, and that's what I told them. 
And, you know, I think a lot of the divisions we have inside the Republican Party are not philosophical. Uh, I think that they're tactical. And, and we're tactically, frankly, right now getting our butts kicked by the Democrats. We pulled the state. Colorado is not a leftist state. We're leftist governed because I think many Republicans are selling a bill of goods to a population, and they're trying to control the system through this caucus process. Hmm. And, and, and again, in El Paso, it reached its apex when you had the insiders who said, we will not believe in the, in the results mm-hmm. of the primary, right. and we will censure our candidates and their supporters for daring to, to go out and campaign for Joe Day and Heidi Ganahl and all the local candidates in the general election. That's why the censure happened. Okay, give us the end game here. Let's say that the state does come in and they decertify. What happens next? Well, according to state law, there's ways that the parties have to be formulated. So the state party uh, would presumably follow that. I have no reason to believe that they wouldn't. Uh, and then there's an election from the actual elected precinct leaders. Uh, you know, down here we have a huge problem where precinct leaders got elected and then uh, edited, shall we say, by the local uh, the dictatorship down here and said, actually, you're not the right person, so we're not going to honor that. So you'd have to re- reformulate the party and rebuild it from the ground up. Uh, but I think that's a better option than allowing it to continue and potentially get decertified by the national party heading into a presidential election. Agreed. All right, let's take Eli, can you stay another segment from us? Absolutely. You got time? Okay, we'll, we'll come right back. Eli Bremer with us. We'll be right back. Geno's Auto Services next. Geno's wants to take care of you, your vehicle, make sure that you're not one of those vehicles on the side of the road that I still see on almost a daily basis. So get your vehicle in. Make sure you're dialed in for the rest of the winter, which we just got into winter, by the way. We kind of forget that. 303-794-6700 or find them at com. Don't forget, Geno's is with a J. Take advantage of Geno's Auto Services' alignment and tire rotation special. Winter in Colorado can be tough on your car. Now through the end of the month, get your vehicle aligned and all four tires rotated for just $99.99. For just $99.99. Geno's can also check to see that your heater is working properly with the cold months ahead. At Geno's, we know a well-maintained vehicle will last and take care of you. For over 39 years, Geno's has been serving customers along the front range. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a Napa Peace of Mind warranty covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Golden Eagle Financial is next. And folks, uh, as you look to 2023 and your finances and where you're going to be, how you're going to get to retirement and so on, talk to Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial. He would love to help you with whatever you've got going on. And if you haven't heard from your financial advisor in a while, I would highly recommend you call Al today. 303-744-1128. When you don't have a strategy for your money, you're being reactive rather than proactive. Financial advisor Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial is your resource for financial preparation moving into 2023. With proprietary year-end planning, Al Smith recommends only changes that he feels are genuinely in your best interest. As a fiduciary, Al will move your financial future in the direction that is truly in your best interest. Get your financial ducks in a row before the new year with year-end planning from Golden Eagle Financial. By proactively working together, your resolutions aren't just fleeting thoughts anymore. They're expert-reviewed plans, 
Get a fresh look at your plan with Golden Eagle Financial, your source for year-end planning. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. You never considered that being a business owner meant you might not get time with your family. John Rush will assess the issues of your business so you can work to live and not live to work. You originally started it to provide for your family, but now it's become a professional crutch that you must live with. He advises you to accept that your venture has potential for profitability without you in the immediate vicinity. Enjoy the fruits of your labor with your family working with John Rush to make these adjustments so that your business means more time together, not apart. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Listen online, klzradio.com. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Myself, Andy Pate, Eli Bremer with us as well. And real quick, I want to make sure I clear something up. I never said, nor did Eli, nor did Andy, that we like the fact that we have open primaries, that anybody that wants to switch parties and come into the Republican Party and vote, or if you're an independent even, you can vote in the Republican primary. We never said we liked it. We just said that's what we have. And I want to make sure I'm clear on this. We also know that it cannot be changed easily, in my opinion, Eli, without having another full statewide vote. Well, that's, that's correct, and I think it's a fool's errand to say that that is going to change. That passed overwhelmingly. It's not going to change, Eli, and I keep – and the other thing that really bugs me, I keep hearing it from people that will even call in here. They think the party itself in the state can change it. They can't. Look, and this is one of the big problems that we face right now is we have people that will go out and say what people want to hear instead of speak the truth. I didn't support open primaries. I don't support open primaries. Neither do I. Neither does Andy. Thank you, Eli. Okay, so Republicans can either tilt at windmills and fight battles that don't exist, or we can go stop the immigration crisis on the southern border. We can fix wokeness in our military. And right now we're failing at doing our jobs as conservatives and as Republicans because we're fighting battles that we, you know, frankly, people make money off of these sort of faux wars. That's right. And they're selling out our conservative values and the policies. Well, Eli, I've said it many, many times, so has Andy. The bottom line is you have to fight the battle that's in front of us. The reality is in Colorado right now, we have open primaries. So as a party... Figure out how you're going to battle that the best way possible. Quit going down this path of lawsuits and we need to do this to close them and blah, 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 blah. If you want to go that way, get an initiative started on the ballot and try to change it that way because that's about the only way it's going to happen. Otherwise, stick to what you know you need to do to win, period. That's my point. Well, and and you know what? This applies to Republicans and Democrats because you remember in 2016, the Democrats were whining that Hillary Clinton got more votes than Donald Trump. Well, guess right. what? That's not how we pick our president. And in another life, I was an athlete, and, and one of the things that I noticed was bad athletes would spend their time trying to you know, game the rules and do all that, and good athletes said, you know what? The rules are the rules. Yep. I'm not going to waste a lot of effort on something I can't change. Right. I'm going I'm to work to be the best that I can. We in the, but but Eli, passed. in this state, 
we have a problem with some of the hardcore individuals even that you're talking about, even in El Paso and other parts of the state, where we want to whine, complain, and try to change the rules versus playing the game that's already set in front of us. And, and there's plenty of places we can win. I have a federal PAC and a 501c4 that are fighting the battle nationwide to protect women's sports. There's not a Republican out there. Literally, it polls at 0% of Republicans believe that biological males should be taking scholarships from women. That's a Republican issue. Guess what? We can win on that. That's yeah. an 80% issue. Good I'm working point. on fighting that. We're going to try to fight it in every single state. In Colorado, the fiscal values align much closer with Republicans than with Democrats. We, my, my father was a county commissioner. He's still alive. He's one of the greatest men I've ever met. And he had a great saying. He said, if you, wanna, if you want to win an election, go pick an agreement with someone. And mm. yet we seem to find mm. new and creative ways to pick fights with the electorate. They told us you will open your primaries. We don't have a choice about that. Good point. So we can either go fight with them, yep. or we can say we agree with you that boys don't belong in girls' locker rooms. Yep, good point. Dan and Blackhawk joining us really quick before we uh, end this particular segment. Dan, go ahead. You're on with Eli Bremer. Yeah, Eli, I live in Gilpin County, and I have never been contacted by, I don't know if we have a caucus up here or, or what. So how do I... You do. You do. How, how, do, I, how do I get involved? How do I reach out and, and start helping to change how things are within the Republican Party, even though Gilpin County is a small, small county? In fact, it's one of the smallest in the state, but it's still, it's still important. Uh, reach out to the chairman of your Republican Party up there. I don't remember offhand who that is. I probably could have told you a couple months ago when I was campaigning. But reach out to your local party and say, guys, enough is enough. We want to fight for the hearts and souls of the electorate instead mm-hmm. of fighting against them. Right. And, and how I, do I, I will tell you, most, most of the chairs of the parties are great people. I've worked with almost all of them. And, and, yeah, and Dan, and that'll be listed on a website, by the way. Dan, that'll be listed on their website, or you can also go to the Colorado GOP, and they'll tell you. Or the Secretary of State's website will have it as well. There you go. We just we just need to get more people like there you go. That's right. That's right. Dan, thanks. Okay. I'll let you go with that. Perfect. Appreciate that. Eli, thanks for filling us in on that too as well. That I appreciate that very much. Bottom line, we got to fight with the rules that are in front of us. Yes, we can always work behind the scenes to try to change those, but if that's our only focus, Eli, we're never going to win. We we will never win, nor do we deserve to win. And we're seeing in in Washington D.C. today what happens when we do this. I've been talking to a number of congressmen, very conservative congressmen, who are concerned because you know what they want to do? They want to actually close the border. They want to work on fixing our military. And if Republicans fight with each other and we quit looking ahead of us, like you said, let's pick the policies that are going to work. These are conservative policies that work. Look at what Ron DeSantis has done in in Florida. I I talk about Florida quite a bit because only a few short years ago, Florida had more Democrats than Republicans. But they worked together. They picked a cocktail of issues that Florida voters cared about and agreed with Republicans about. And what you don't hear is that Florida passed higher minimum wage laws. They're not purists down there, but they've got, in my opinion, the greatest governor in the country with Ron DeSantis because they, they were smart politically and they found ways to agree with the electorate and win elections. Yep. Agreed. Eli, again, thank you so much. You're welcome anytime. If you want to join us, just let myself or Andy know. Something comes up, especially down there in El Paso, that you want to you know, give us an update on, please let us know. Or anything else you feel we need to get out to folks, please let me know. We'll get you back on. 
Well, call your party leadership. Tell them to support reform in the party. We okay. need it. We, we cannot afford to go through another election like this. Awesome. Eli, thank you very much. I appreciate it very much. K&R Home Transitions, folks, is next. Anything you need when it comes to real estate, they're your, uh, they're, they're your go-to um, crew, I should say. Two for the price of one. Catherine and Robin, 720-437-8210. Living with your family in a multi-generational house makes sense, until it doesn't. Talk to Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions before making this kind of commitment. The problems can sneak up on you. Expenses are high. Health issues can come up for you or your loved ones. And overall inflation just makes everything so much worse. Catherine and Robin can help you avoid these potential issues. They help you consider the risks of including your family in a real estate deal before you get locked into a living situation that can deplete your valuable resources like your time, energy, and money. Be informed when considering multi-generational housing with Catherine and Robin from K&R Home Transitions. Be positive that combined housing is the right move by calling them now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or leave them a detailed message by using the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. This isn't rage radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, one minute left of the second hour. Andy just said something very, very important I want to say. I want want him to repeat to all of you listening because I think it's a very important statement that sometimes we forget. What is it, Andy? Uh, The the reason open primaries were voted in overwhelmingly is because unaffiliateds want them. Yep, they want to weigh in. And unaffiliateds, by the way, way outnumber Republicans. In this state, they do. Okay, you're outnumbered by Democrats and by unaffiliateds, both of them. You're outnumbered by well over two to one. Right. By groups, by especially the unaffiliateds who want open primaries. Why? Because they can weigh in on your primary. They want to be able to do it. And really quick, I'm going to add something to what Andy just said. I've never said on air before, but I'm going to say it again. You know why a lot of folks in this state are unaffiliated? Because they don't want to put up with the garbage that's going on inside of our inside of our party, like what's happening in El Paso right now. That's the reason, folks. John, a lot of the people who are unaffiliated, I know them. They they have gone to caucuses, they have gone to assemblies, and now they're unaffiliated. Enough said. Yeah. Sorry, folks. That, those of you that are listening, that are hardcore, the individuals that we're talking about, your the reason we have so many unaffiliated voters in Colorado right now. You're the problem. I'm going to say it straight up. You're it. Yep. Go look in the mirror. Yeah. Hour three is coming up next. we got more to cover. Don't worry. Don't go away. Always lots going on. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.